The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Kim Strother. The city has provided money for the newly founded Richmond Outdoor and Prosperity Fund. The granting program received $250,000 to help nonprofit groups left behind after the N. Richmond Foundation stopped operating last year, according to Richmond BizSense. The group is planning to contact all previous organizations connected to N. Richmond to begin the process of applying for and allocating funds. The FBI is currently investigating N. Richmond's apparent collapse. The Virginia Attorney General's office declined to comment. During Virginia's humid months, some folks want to grab a refreshing local beer. But what makes a good summer brew? VPM News reporter Ian Stewart asks some experts. Savannah Roberts, lead brewer at Triple Crossing Beer, says a good summer beer has to be light and have low alcohol by volume content, or ABV. What I'm looking for, especially in like the Richmond heat and humidity, I want something low ABV, something crushable, you know, something that drinks like a domestic, but there's more there. Robert says Triple Crossing makes a rice lager called Lighthouse, the local brewery's take on beers like Bud Light, but better, she says. David Hunter, who's been running a Facebook group called Fans of Virginia Craft Breweries since 2013, prefers a beer with a little more oomph. Right now, he's been drinking one from Benchtop Brewing called Crimson Gaze. It's a hoppy red, 6.7% ABV, so that's not low, but it's, it's kind of in the mid-range. Other experts say a crisp Italian Pilsner or a Czech lager are hard to beat this time of year. Ian Stewart, VPM News. The Hanover Tomato Festival kicks off today at Pole Green Park in Mechanicsville. VPM News reporter Lyndon German spoke with a local vendor helping to prepare for the annual two-day celebration. With more than 40 years of history, the Tomato Festival has become a tradition in Hanover. The event returned to its pre-pandemic form in 2022, but for the first time since the 1970s, the festival was canceled in 2020 amid lockdown. This year, farmers like Kevin Pond manager of the Hanover Vegetable Farm, are helping to attract festival goers. I think any time that you can draw people outside of the county in is always a positive. The festival is buying more than 12,500 pounds of tomatoes from Pond's Farm for this year's event, and he's happy to help keep the county's tradition alive. Whether it's the Tomato Festival or Ashland's Train Day or the events that we have here on the farm, it's positive for all of us. The Tomato Festival runs 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Friday and 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Saturday. Lyndon German, VPM News. Sandra Treadway, the 10th librarian of Virginia, has announced she'll retire by the end of 2023 after more than 16 years in the role. She has been with the library for 45 years, serving in various positions prior to becoming head librarian, according to a press release. As librarian, she manages the Commonwealth's entire collection of historical print and manuscript materials. Treadway has also played a role in the digitization and increased accessibility of the library's historical records. The Library of Virginia is currently looking for someone to succeed her. 
The cost of possibly providing universal pre-K in Richmond is becoming more clear. Eva Colin of the Office of Children and Families said if government and nonprofit funding was used, it would cost the city between 20 and 25 million dollars per year. We're looking at about $16,000 per child in a center and about $13,300 for a child in a family day home. Colin pointed out to the importance of providing child care for working families and raising healthier children as reasons to keep pushing for the program. After years of not having a permanent city manager, the city of Charlottesville announced earlier this week Sam Smith would take on the role. Since 2021, Smith has served as the city's deputy city manager for operations. He'll become the seventh person in the city manager role since 2018. Michael Rogers, who served as interim city manager beginning in 2022, removed himself from consideration for the permanent position earlier in July. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.